Good morning. Happy weekend today on Dude Grow Show. What's up with biochar? Do you even need it in your grow? And also a little, we're going to talk a little token through the ages, man. You token your 20s, like your 30s, like your 50s, in your 60s, Scotty's mother-in-law, 70s. And how does it affect you yeah. a little differently? But first, man, let's hit the grow. I can see you're still down in beautiful Costa Rica. A lot of grow behind you and around you there. I'm jealous. I like yeah. the tropical foliage. And a lot of natural inputs. That's what got me thinking about this biochar thing. <clears throat> like Jeremy over at Build the Soil. I know he sells biochar. You add a little bit to your organic soil. Uh, it's carbonized, but it's minerals, basically, or for, for what I'm to understand. Whatever the char or whatever, whatever's being charred has in it is what's going to be captured in that crystal char structure or whatever. So it's pretty neat. It's an interesting way to kind of hold nutrient and some mineral, some mineral nutrient, I guess, in the soil, as well as provide carbon to the soil and boom for microbes, all sorts of interesting stuff. Man. I think it's interesting. I presume, can you mix it with, I mean, I know organic living soil growers like biochar. I use yeah. you know, a can of cocoa. I presume when I'm looking here, you know, and build a soil site as far as um, helps with water retention. We, I call it the coil world reef for microbes, if you will. Why not put it in any, any media you're using? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a bunch of cool things about it. Uh, they use it here a lot. When I'll go, uh, just see what the caretaker's doing. Uh, when I'll walk by, sometimes I'll see a, a smoldering pit and they're making char and they're charring things. So, I mean, they can char everything from uh, chicken manure to biosolids. No biosolids are, dude. Don't ask. Burning biosolids? <laughs> how does, is that how does that but they can do wood and all of them have different components. You know, the chicken manure is much more loaded with minerals than, than the wood is. It's just neat stuff, man. Did we even say hello to our to, to our friends yet, man? To Mr. Grandpa, we just banner. What's up, guys? Good morning. Happy Saturday. Yo, boys. Boys. Yeah, yo. Yes. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Hey, on. Is Grambo even awake yet? <laughs> I'm awake. I, uh, the, my camera is, uh, we got to, when Scotty's away, Grambo's camera always malfunctions. So I'm audio only right now, but what up, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. All good, man. Well, happy Saturday morning, guys. Banner, you look good, man. All right. Thank you. You're the kind of guy that wakes up and like actually brushes his teeth and shaves on a Saturday morning. Yeah, totally. Shave every Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think I left my razor in uh, in Colorado. Sorry. Good move. Just give me a quick <laughs> breakdown on how, because I know you used to, you even had your own little homemade ort, I think it's called, but how they make biochar, because it's like you burn something to the, a certain point, basically. You can't burn it all the way, and then you stop burning yeah. it. And then, well, what do you need to burn something? You need air, right? Without any air, it can't combust. But what will happen with biochar is you take anything that you could burn and you put it in this container that doesn't let any air in. It'll let air out when it pressurizes the container. Uh, and what that does is all the volatile gases, every flammable, everything that's flammable uh, in, that, uh, you know, in that particle or whatever, or in that piece of wood or whatever it is, yeah. uh, will exhaust out, will, will be spent and all that's left, it just can't completely burn. So just like uh, when you have a bowl that doesn't completely burn and it's got a bunch of black ash there that's carbon, 
Uh, that's what you're left with if you burn or get this wood hot enough to where it wants to burn and all the volatile gases, everything, all the organic material goes out of it. And just, I don't say organic material, all, everything goes out of it. And what you're left with is just this crystal carbon structure at the end. That's what can't break down. Hey guys, real quick house cleaning I want to take care of. If you guys saw last uh, Monday, we had the Jay Maestro benefit. And uh, for every single donation, we were giving away prizes. I wanted to donate, support my friend Jay Maestro. So I donated several times. I got swooped up in the algorithm and I randomly won a mushroom kit from Tanazi and Sacred Three Mushrooms. And uh, I can't keep that. He's my buddy. I can get it whenever I want. So I'm going to go ahead and give it away to someone out there in the DGC for the holiday giveaway. So come follow me on Instagram at Josh Grambo. If you've already follow me you're already entered to win if you don't follow me yet come over to instagram follow at josh grambo i'm gonna pick uh, one of you to give away i'm gonna pick a handful of people to give away some uh, little stuff we'll see if uh, especially if you're local in denver i can just come drop it off to you but i will ship it away so uh if anyone out there wants uh, to get in on this mushroom kit just come follow me i'll select a couple people to give away some stuff and one grand prize winner gets the uh, mushroom kit so thank you guys so much for donating to the jane maestro benefit and uh, we appreciate it and whoever wins congratulations back to the show yeah, that's what can't break down. Mm, this is it, environmentally speaking, just stepping outside the grow. It's Saturday. We're hanging out. I just found this article yeah. here in uh, Canada. North America's biggest biochar plant takes shape in Canada. Um, we'll sequester 75,000 tons of carbon per year and generate carbon credits. So there's some political crap to it, too, where it's like, ooh, carbon credits. That's a whole other thing I can't wrap my head around. Um, but I didn't know that. So they're going to, uh, they're building this $80 million plant and it can store carbon in the biochar for hundreds of years and improve soil quality at the same time. So this is going over to big ag too. They're going to be doing from forest waste, 10,000 tons per year. Um, so that's pretty cool as far as the environmental aspect of it, the way it can store carbon. Well, what do you think? What is biochar? Biochar is carbon, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's carbon. So you can either, if you burn that same wood into a pile of ash, where is that carbon going? It's going away. It's turning into ash. And there's a lot more mass of biochar than there is pile of ash left over. So when you char something, you're crystallizing that carbon. So you're capturing it in this, and then you're capturing it. And then if you grind it up and put it in the soil, now you put it back into the soil. That's yeah, it. I don't know. It's really neat. I just see it yeah. here because they don't they don't have a lot of inputs. I mean, the stores, everything's really expensive. And like the gringos go to the store and buy this stuff. And all the local people know how to make a lot of things and live off the land. Uh, the guy is constantly composting here. They char. And then because the the soil is like this hard clay. So to soften up the clay, they put uh, char on top and then they put compost on top. And it, you know, it's like one of those clay busters. And then the clay has all the nutrients in it. Let's, Grandma, can you show this, this powder repellent to a dust so we can see these different types? Because <laughs> there are definitely either like full on like pellets, almost like a guinea pig poop because I have a guinea pig. And gosh, they poops. I, I don't. My daughter does. It's amazing. How much they yeah. Let's check it well, I mean, you got, look like got manure, every. <laughs> Yeah, it does look like Cheetos. You know, it's extruded out of something. <laughs> yeah, it comes out of some extruder. A little dog. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Not that kind of extruder. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was cool, man. You know, I, th- I thought it was interesting. Here, uh, the 
check this article out. This is from Urban Worm Biochar. Your introduction to the Manhattan of microbes. Mm. And just do me a favor, scroll down and take a look at that, just the cross section of what that biochar looks like, what that, what it all oh, like that inside. is. Cool. Look at all those places. That's why they use it for odor mitigation, too. It does something called absorb, which is it sticks to it. So it sticks to the surface of, you know, an odor particle or a nutrient or a microbes. Think about the home that they can have in that. If they're all the, the walls there. Yeah, it's saying that for um, uh, microorganisms like bacteria, protozoa, fungi, and nematodes, biochar can act like a <laughs> what the hell? habitat for an incredibly dense population. So this ties in, I remember before, it's like if this can make it, I will feel like make your microbe habitats increase in your soul and you're already inoculating with something like recharge or whatever, or you have native microbes, why not? It's like giving them on habitats to help your soil stay alive, process nutrients, break down organic matter. Let's kick ass. Anyone want to venture a guess why Leonardo DiCaprio is biochar and this chick is nutrients? What what on earth could this be? It aged as well. I don't don't know. (laughs) Seems like a good analogy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get it, man, because it's all about look at adsorption and absorption. Molecules adhere to the surface of the material. Huh. That's adsorption. So that's Leo. So she's just she's just drawn to the surface of Leo. Okay, uh, man. Sure, sure. You gotta absorb Leo. Okay? <laughs> this sound- molecules. <laughs> Love it. This sounds like a better way to. Oh, sorry. No, no, sir. Yes, sir. I was gonna say it sounds like a better way to process like your yard waste if you don't want to wait for all of it to compost. Yes, it, it it really would be. And they have, if you scroll down, Grambo, I think it's one down, the, the cool biochar retort, and they call them retorts instead of, you know, it's just basically like, this guy calls it a kiln, dumbing it down for us. Mm. But when you burn in the absence of that oxygen, it uh, they call them retorts. And you can make them out of 55-gallon drums. Do you see this one? Yes. It's from the UK, but I think it's nice, right? Interesting. Fancy. Fancy. Biochar oh, kiln. I don't... 797 pounds, all right? It's, Sounds like a lot of money, man. Are you polluting That's very air? cool, though. That's big. Wow. I think, the, I yeah, know. the idea that I think said it makes like 10 pounds per a biochar per time or something. Neat, though. You know, if you could have one of those and you uh, maybe even chip up your stuff with a uh, little Harbor Freight chipper you know, all the, and get that uh, lignin biochar, kind of cool. You know, wood oh, yeah. biochar for free. And you're saving the planet, dude. When they can combine the multi-use torque, so it's a fire pit, it's a smoker, it's a biochar maker. It's yeah, it's got to be like three in one. Then I'm I'm down. I'm getting one. So is I guess no, it isn't. I was thinking about because I use my uh, charcoal grill whenever I smoke wings, and those charcoal briquettes. That's not like a biochar, right? Is that kind of like a biochar? Uh, yeah. It, I, that is absolutely, except they're doing that with compressed like wood stuff. Um, biochar, I think, is supposed to be kind of clean, you know, oh. and then they, yeah. So I think bio, it, it does depend what materials you're making out of. So those compressed charcoal briquettes are charcoal. Biochar is just done with uh uh, different materials. I don't think you'd want to use, you wouldn't want to put that because it's got like arsenic. They soak the, the wood in and all that stuff. You wouldn't want to use that to barbecue either, would you? 
the all natural the all natural uh char the all natural charcoal that's bio the lump char. the lump charcoal that is biochar yeah yep yeah 100 right that's what you want i feel more gangster using that when i grill i don't i'm starting to maybe not trust my kingsford as much like because how much wood do they have to keep making that and is it it, it's probably pretty not good environmentally friendly. It burns hotter. The lump charcoal uh, burns uh, hotter. Okay. I'll look into it or make my own. Next time I have a fire, I just, you know, you get the stuff out of there that didn't burn and you have charcoal, right? Because not all of it burns down to ash wool. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you have an incomplete burn, that what they'll do here, they'll dig pits here and then they'll just start choking it with oxygen, you know, choking it for air. And then it'll just, it's like uh, this little air trail will go in and out just enough to keep it going. But uh, yeah, it chars the whole thing. And then they just take that and use it as a soil. And then it, and it is neat. And I thought it was neat enough to talk about. I'm down here seeing it. I'm going to shout out to a subscribe banner hanging recently. Redeveloped. Do I say revamped, relaunched? Dudegrows.com. If you guys are listening yeah. and you have an account or you want to post over there, use code strain dependent all one word lowercase of and going over there banner are you the you're the like the the gatekeeper you let the people in i do approve the accounts so um i do hear from a lot of folks so i I did want to shout people out a lot of people will uh just write in nice stuff about the show and um thank you for listening and uh it's awesome that people hang out at the site and it's a little bit more of a two-way kind of thing because everybody can comment you know and um there's not the same censorship as you have on your instagrams and whatnot so and, and there's right. lots of smart people uh it's a very kind community so uh, i encourage you to check it out and uh you probably learned something over there well i agree with everything he said banners know your breeder recently dj short check that out we actually had a dgc producer rich i think a, a, aka sparky went up sorry for messing that up he, he told me hey hey i love supporting the show but if, if you prevent banner from doing the other breeders i'm out like that one was really well received so i'll give you props on that uh another thing to check out it's almost the holidays dogrows.com forward slash shop guys our hoodies are in grow journals we got rolling trays over there the lighter bundle is a DDC Bic lighter with a one-hitter. We don't put the one-hitter in the picture because that's a no-no, uh, as well as some other gear. Three different versions of hats, dogrows.com forward slash shop. Check it out. Uh, DDC producers, you have a coupon code and Patreon. And lastly, before we get back to Biochar can help save the world, comment, like, subscribe, guys. Click, 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 write a comment. Let us know how you feel. Or don't. Do we want to know how that? Yeah. Let us know how you feel. What's going on? How's your weekend? How's your weekend going? Um, and yeah, take us back here to uh, to this is pretty cool. I want to learn about biochar to help save the world, Scotty. Hey, do we just click this 55 uses for biochar just because I got to geek out on this picture again. Just look at all the surface area on that thing. And, and that's why they use them for, um, for odor mitigation. In, say it again. Yeah, carbon filters, right? Yeah, yeah. Inside your carbon filter, if you've got millions of these, and each one are, each one has that much surface area, and you're packing them in, so you're running air through it. So those odor particles have to go through those channels or around them. Of course, they're going to get stuck in there. That is really neat, huh? Yeah, it says it reduces what what is N? I might sound ignorant here. N to nitrous oxide. 
that says, okay, it can reduce nitrous oxide emissions by up to 80% in agriculture. That's hey, that's a big deal, man. Nitrous oxide is like 20 times as bad as CO2 for the environment. And this all seems like a win-win, man. That's why we like to inhale it so much. Hey, the environment, right? We got to get it out of it. It's horrible for the environment. Everyone's got to take a hit for the team. That should be the the question. You're talking about how cannabis affects you differently through the ages. (laughs) What was the last time? What was the final time you ever tried nitrous? Nitrous. (laughs) Final? They're saying also. uh, Yes. Yes. The last. New products are being developed for green infrastructure, water quality. I'm assuming water filtration. We see different types. I know there's uh, yeah. the KDF 85 from Hydrologics, a charcoal water filter, and then also construction materials, man. It's going to be it. Get construction materials and biochar and hemp. Like the world's going to be starting to go in a better direction. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sir. Like it. You're going to save the world with biochar, dude? Um, we got to save the world together, Scotty. Everybody has to do their own little tidbit, basically. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I like the term save the world. Does it need Jesus? I was just kidding. It was just from this warmheartworldwide.org. Okay. All right. Oh, they want to save the world with biochar. It's a bit too obtuse, right? So it doesn't really have a lot of meaning. Uh, do me a favor. Just check this out really quick, Noah. Rambo, you yeah. click that warm warm art worldwide because they go and show people. I mean, you can usually find a 55-gallon drum somewhere in the world, unfortunately, almost everywhere. They show how you can take a couple 55-gallon drums and instead of burning all the stuff, uh, you can char it and then you can taste that carbon. Look at the soil that they're in on that. It's like a top load up under draft biochar machine. So if you start putting black carbon on there uh, and then some organic materials, man, that rock has nutrient in it. It's made out of minerals. It just is locked up. So if you're able to start breaking it down using, uh, you know, building an organic soil, using biochar, using a lot of compost. And can you imagine growing in something like that after a few years? Be amazing, right? Let's not tie into the cycle of like two things. One, Mother Nature, obviously forest burn. I, I lived in Colorado. We've seen it happen there. Of course, here where I live um, was one of the worst forest years on record when I moved to British Columbia. There's huge trees everywhere. Lightning, you can't stop lightning and dry timber, right? It's going to go. But that forest comes back and it cycles. It comes back strong. And then I also... Is it surely out of convenience? Some places, some farmers will still like ditch burn or burn off certain parts of fields. And I'm like, is that just for weed mitigation? It's got to be also because they're creating, there's got to be leftover char and soil, helping the soil health with that process and thinking. I would like to think so, but no, they're probably just out there with the torch burning so that if there's a, a brush fire, it doesn't jump onto their land. But uh, I'll just they certainly, you know, Maybe in America, they're not doing it as much. In other countries, they are. But do you see this warm heart worldwide? I'm not sure if you can scroll on down. Uh, the second one is just using a trench. And they just dig a trench in the land. And they uh, burn their, you know, put stuff in a pit. And they cover it up so it doesn't have enough air to breathe. And it ends up just, it's the same way with a bowl. We're charring that bowl. You know, it's not turning to ash. If you look at my ashtray over there, Banner, you'll see that it's not just all this little ashy dust. 
it's all this black carbonized stuff. Well, if you don't want to be intimidated, and I think you you have to build a ditch and burn, go to uh, shout out to build a soil here, guys. Jeremy's got some char that uh, basically a full on bag. It says amend it two to five percent to your mix. It's a pretty small amount, like as far as I don't know exactly how you measure that, out, but you don't need much of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think what he's doing, it's just meant for one type of aeration or microbial home. And uh, it is high in pH, or at least for what the biochars that I've seen. It can be made out of all different things, by the way. So not all biochars are created equal. <laughs> the coconut husks, they char coconut. Uh, rice holes is a big one. Coffee grounds. Uh, when the wood is the one that has all the lignin that has a really good structure to it. But then they do everything from chicken manure to algae. You know, think about algae. We got a, a article I found about algae, how they're able to get it to hold a bunch of phosphorus. Well, then if you take that phosphorus and char it down, now you've got uh, it plant, you know, it's available, not plant available. It's got to be broken down microbially, but it's available. Pretty cool. Well, uh, you'll probably agree here on Bill of Soil's site, it says, um, Good for all types of plants and soils, but if you want to be fascinated, Google Terra T E R R A T R E T A, and the history of mm-hmm. biochar is fascinating. Pretty cool. That's kind of what it's based you. Yeah, it's basically what they're doing here. I mean, the Terra Parade is from the Amazon. They don't, you know, they didn't get the internet marketing for it here. Been doing that here forever as well, which is they dig a pit and instead of burning burning things to ash. Uh, they burn them or they char them to where it's halfway burnt. And even in a totally complete burn, it's this carbonized and mineralized uh, material. And man, it does uh, add a lot to soil. So if you add that to soil, you add a bunch of compost. I see them with just grabbing leaves and just composting the leaves and just organic material, composting it down. But it's neat how good none of this stuff has any fertilizer. Yeah, Terra Pareta actually literally translates just to black soil in Portuguese. Sure. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're just. uh, When you you, go, we grow our plants and I'm growing in a, you know, cocoa with no nutrient in it. And it's all to me, of course, it's always been up to me or up to us as indoor growers to steer our crop, to feed it and to get it to harvest. And you're right. When I walk, when I'm a mountain biker, walk around in the forest and most trees that are over a hundred foot tall and life all around me, like, dude. Nobody takes care of this. Nobody feeds it anything. It's just amazing to think about how it takes care of itself through decomposition. There are no microbes. There would be no forest. Um, so I'll tie wow. that into a shout out. If there was no microbes. Hang on. No I forest. just got to ask, man, does some body have to take care of the, of the forest, man? You anthropomorphizer? That's my favorite word. All right. <laughs> no, but dude, the forest is not some body, but something is taking care of that forest. And it's not one thing. It's that entity. It's that they're all communicating. Don't forget, they're all tied together. They've all got telephone yeah. and internet lines running to each one of those trees. So that's a oh, community yeah. there. They're taking care of each other. From tree to shining tree, Google it. Pod beautiful. To it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, I'm tied into a real grower shout out, man, because you're all about the microbes and connecting. Yeah. This is in your rhizosphere. And I see a note here that as requested, your new real buckets are out and people wanted to say, how do we get these together? You have a new assembly video. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, C's been helping me 
put all the finishing touches on that. So uh, uh, you can actually like know how to assemble them after you buy them. Little like that. My team. My team has got my back. Banner, you're all right too, brother. Thanks. These guys make me seem sane. Uh, Real Buckets 2.0, guys. Sub-irrigated planner. Super easy to use. Central res and in a, a sweet, what do I call it? Baby blue to bring some accents and life to your indoor grow. Yeah, I call that grow dots blue, man. It's all it's the only color I wear in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were just talking about biochar. I will say if you're going to use it, you do have to. It's It's this empty sponge, right? So if you throw that into your soil, it doesn't know that it's supposed to be giving and, and not pulling. So the first place you put it in, it's going to pull nutrients though, to adsorb, to stick to every bit of that surface area. Um, so you got to charge it with something. So you can spray it with recharge. You, ooh, let's go to a charge your biochar with recharge. Uh, earthworm castings, that's why you'll see they won't usually, or I've never seen them put, or, uh, put biochar in straight, just 100% char. They'll take it and they'll mix it with compost. They'll mix it with castings. They'll spray a little recharge on it or, or even mix it with something that's uh, heavy in recharge, a little bit of soil or cocoa. Uh, but the idea is you don't want to put it in empty. If you put it into a media, mix it in. I'm just mixing up my 50 liter bag of cocoa. Or I put the appropriate amount of chard and just throw in a handful, mix it all up. And then my mm. very, and then at my very first watering, there's nothing in that cocoa anyway. There are no nutrients. It depends on your mix maybe, but my very first watering, I'm watering in microbes. They are, they're all going to go in. Sure. And pulled into there. Right. So that, I, would, I that guess would I'm not a microbe. I don't, I, I'm not down there that little looking. I would charge it the way, you know, just, I would just take that biochar. What's it going to take? You'd put a teaspoon or half a teaspoon of recharge in, you know, in a gallon watering can. You water it on top. You leave it for a little bit. You take a couple scoops of earthworm castings or compost or something like that and you mix it up. And I don't know. See, that's the way so I'm going. I'll, that, I'll, I'll do it for you because your Billy May, inner Billy Mays is. Guys, don't forget to charge the char with recharge. Realgrowers.com. Check it out. Get your microbes and charge the char. Nice. Bro. Charge the char. You are good. Recharge. Recharge. Oh, recharge. I was going to ask Banner, man. Have you, uh, have you had any interest? You go to the your organic style grower. You go to the grow store where I'm sure they have biochar. You just walk by it most of the time if you find any interest in it. Um, haven't really found, I'm like aware that it's there, but I don't use it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I really need it in my growth style, uh, because I have tons of, you know, plenty of minerals. I have plenty of aeration. So no, I, I don't use it much either, but I know for, I disagree, though. It's one of, if you're, if you're using microbes, I think it's worth checking out. It's hard as a grower throughout. If you've been growing for, you know, over a decade, all the different sure. things they try to throw at us, it's easy to write a product off. Do I really need that? I'm happy with where I'm at. Do I really need that? But if it's going to help soil microbes, I mean, the only way to tell is A-B testing. Um, yeah. You know, you're probably, you guys are getting a good, your beetle kills what you guys get in Colorado, I believe. All the beetle kill that's happened in the forest there, they make little mm -hmm. of the char comes from that, which is pretty cool too. Instead of burning all those logs up, it's now going into soil to help people grow different plants and veggies and cannabis, which is cool. And think about that carbon. That carbon lasts a long time. I want to say thousands of years that carbon stays, especially if you can bury it in the soil. So that's that whole carbon sequesterization thing they're talking about. 
sequestering it in the soil. We'll switch it up, take it from grow to just all kinds of shiz. I just had to comment on a weird culture entertainment before we ha- we'll do an IG check in here on traveling with weed sure. and uh, the, the cup and whatnot. But, you know, I've, I was podcast around and Eo Vaughn's come on and off my radar. He had some interesting guests on there, um, but he just had a guest. Like sometimes it's, I guess it's like dirty jobs that pulls me in. I forgot the guy's name, but he had a corner on. I'm like, hmm. Like Mike Rowe? No, no, Theo Vaughn had a corner. Was it Michael oh, Bodden? Oh. Was it the old HBO guy, Dr. Michael Bodden? No, it was, oh. it was an actual corner in a small town in Louisiana, and they talked for two and a half hours about a, what a corner does. So I don't know if that's my suggestion for entertainment this weekend. If you have time to get really high and listen to, but it does get fairly gory. For me, I like to understand and normalize death, what happens during and, and somewhat after to try because it's like a taboo subject, especially in, a, in America more. Um, but it's interesting. It kind of just gives you perspective on this flesh bag that we're all in, if you will. Yeah. Water hey, man, I used to, uh, to water bag. No, my, uh, my brother Trip used to uh, sling some cannabis to this guy. And he was uh, studying to be a mortician. And he just had the perfect personality for it. But he just wanted to be left the hell alone in life. And that was his solution. Was to be a mortician. What is the wait, 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 wait? What is the perfect personality to be a mortician? I picture like Him. Paul, like soulless. I think Paul Bearer from WWF. Like, oh, you're a dear ultimate warrior. You're already dead. Uh, yeah, maybe a little soulless. I don't want to say soulless, but you know, no real. I just think, yeah, I've had a. One of my, uh, just we're getting close to the holidays here that's on my list that I'm still slacking on is to, because there's always a need for something, is to volunteer in like a retirement home or old folks home, whether you're just freaking reading a book, BSing or whatever, but always trying to get work on, I'll say, perspective on the time we have here. And that, of course, we are aging. You know, I'm in my mid 40s. Scotty, you're just barely over 50. Banner, I don't know, you're old. <laughs> no, no, me and Banner are the same age, man. I'm like so 65, man. Anyway, I'm on my rant here. Let's take it to uh, IG. Um, and this is a story we pulled out of the grow stories, man. One I'd put up, tell us your grow stories. When you go out of town, you left something to be taken care of by a family member or a friend in your grow, and they effed it up. So this is I'm still out of town, by the way. It's, it's just getting like to the point... <laughs> To the point where if there was going to be problems, this is where they would start. Man, I hung out. A shout out to Lil Real. She was nice enough. She called me on, on WhatsApp, used the, computer, uh, used the uh, phone. And sure enough, one of the eight plants that I transplanted isn't looking good. So I was like, hey, man, before it gets too rooted in, pull that one out. Take that one right there that's looking good and transplant it. So she's doing that for me. Yeah, it's awesome. So technology for the win. Yeah. You guys just saw me riding me. I was just, there's my grow parameters because before the show started, I turned my humidifier down 5% and my humidity lights off right now is at 69, which is high for lights off. So we're going to have to take care of that here shortly. Oh, um, yeah. If only, My bro. favorite app. I hate apps pretty much. I shouldn't say I hate them, but the post app, man, I just look like looking at. Okay. So... As far as bad stories when you're awake, we'll hope everything goes good by the time you get back. Scotty, it sounds like it. Nelson Pratt says, I had to leave town due to a family emergency. My stepson was in charge of curing two pounds of nugs. I had just buckled from the stems. That is like, could be the worst time, maybe, if this isn't handled right. So when I came back, the buds were all molded. Still a little mad about that. When it comes down to it, 
If it was known, he would have effed it up. You just Rambo, can we play the drying song? The Aerosmith. I was drying when I left too. Came no. back, now they're mildew. This, no. unless, is usually the fault, I say, of instructions given. Unless the person's totally incompetent, then they're just like, oh, yeah, I got it. And they don't do anything, you know, but you should be out. What would you do? You're just, you're leaving town and you just got, you just trimmed and got it off the step. It's kind of a yeah. sensible time for it, right? Oh, and I came home and it was Bildu. I'd say, everybody out. Everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody out. Maybe freeze it. If you knew you were going out of town. Oh, oh no. It's not just gotta, you got to micromanage, man. You got to micromanage. You got it's the same way I did. Hey, grab that camera. Show me around the grow. Oh, that one looks weird. Take that one up. Have you watered it too much? Hey, grab a bud and squeeze it. All right. Go grind it up. Get yourself a, a rolling paper and try to smoke that joint. <laughs> Wash your hands I, first. I, I, make, I make it fun. <laughs> Scott, you're, when you're tough this, but firm. I like it. Your shoes clean. I had, yeah, win, win. <laughs> I had my neighbor, Tempneeds Todd, come over one time when I did this. And I was like, oh, kind of bad timing. Like, I, I just, it was ready to go into jars. But usually when something's ready to go in jars, I really keep a close eye on it multiple times a day. Because I'm like, ah, I think it's pretty good. Some people use actually a wood moisture meter to test their buds. I haven't gone that far. I've bought one, but I've actually had trouble using it. Um, but I would have him come over. I'm like, you got to come over once a day. You got to open each bag. And this is pounds. And you got to kind of fluff it up a little, you know, go like this with the bag. And then you can close it back up. I'm like, if you do that once a day, that's probably going to at least get me where I need to get. But I got to shout out. What if you had nobody to do that? Why not just throw in the proper size like Integra? Pack? You know, if you throw in your humidity pack, technically it should be taken advantage oh, yeah. of excess humidity. And that's definitely going to help you. I would still have somebody burp it if they could, because why not? Especially, you know, if you just put it in a container, what's the point? It, it's got to be big enough, I guess. Right. Like, Yeah. What's funny is thinking how much water one of those will hold when I put it in a five-gallon bucket. I have put them in with weed that's way too wet, and they're literally squishy when you pull them out, and it's just super hydrated. They can take water. a lot of water. They will, they will hold a lot. Yeah, they sure can. Uh, they, um, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Uh, Integra-products.com. Coupon code DUDE will hook you up. But another tip on this is... Don't put it in a container. Leave some air volume in a container. If you have two pounds of nugs put into a bag with not a lot of uh, headroom, like at first, yep. I like to have so that when they're, whoever's taking care of it is giving an air exchange, there's some mm-hmm. air volume above your actual, you know, nug space in the container or bag. 100%. Good one, dude. That's a good uh, Yeah. Would you, would you lean on having a little too dry or too wet? You can always, I guess you do lose terps if they over dry it too. If you, as yeah, long as you get it close, the Integra stuff just does the rest for you, really. Yeah. Man, exactly. I'm saying, hey, you know, Nelson Pratt, I feel like I'm being uh, insensitive. Had to leave town due to a family emergency. And man, I had to leave town due to a family emergency. The last thing I was doing was calling that night and micromanaging my grow. And I was hoping that would stay alive. And so I definitely wasn't uh, 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 micromanaging the growth. So I just want to be, be sensitive to you and your family emergency. And having your stepson in charge of curing your nugs, huh? Yeah, I can see that, man. Probably a decent kid, right? 
you know, they, when you have somebody take care of harvest, your grow, whatever the emergency, when you're out of town, you're always leaning on somebody you trust, which is either a good friend or a family member, especially if you're in prohibition land. So you have to be willing to let it go. If like they screw something up to a degree, you just got to know if you're not there, they might screw it up. So you, especially with somebody that's a friend or you know, I've had it happen to me. A friend actually really ticked me off by going off on me on how I took care of his grow, but we worked through it. <laughs> There's a potential for things to go wrong there for sure. I've heard plenty of stories about that. It was just and so it sucks analytical. because by the way, it's like you, they're, you changed the watering dates. Why'd you change the watering down? Oh, the watering cycles like, or like, dude, does your, does your grow look good? Just tell me if it looks good and then be happy with that. Cause you were gone for two weeks and you know, so, but we're good. Do I know this guy? No. You've never come to Canada. Sounds just passive aggressive. Sounds just like somebody I know. And by the way, that is Mm. rough when somebody, you ask somebody to do you a favor, they end up screwing things up and you're mad at them because you asked them to do them a favor. What if they don't show up at all, though? I have a buddy that that he... Okay, that's totally yeah. Dude was going to take care of his plants and then he just kind of had some excuse, blew it off, and then... They uh, they were in super rough shape when he got back. He was pissed. Um, yeah, now that's not cool, man. Who had just say suggestion. you can't do it, man. You know, just say, hey, man, I can't, I can't watch your plants. You know, but don't say that's yes great. to it and then fail. That ties into the same thing as I'm. Everybody needs to practice. It's okay to say I don't know. Somebody asks you something, and you could just say those three words. It's hard at times because it makes you sound ignorant, if you will. But I don't know anything about that. You know what I mean? Dude, it's okay to ask for help. Thank you very much. Oh. Yeah, you, by the way, that is something you got to teach your kids. It's something we learn from doing podcasts or the, the YouTube show. Don't talk about stuff you don't know. It's okay to say, I don't know. Let's figure it out. When you said get help, it's interesting when certain industries will have a marketing budget for podcasters because now this, I don't, I don't know if it's called get help. But there's there, you know, my neighbor's an off-roader pod, a YouTuber, and one of his commercials in the middle, pretty popular, in his middle of his video, he started talking about, you know, sometimes life is rough. And I've used, and then he came over to my house and like, have you did you really use that? He's like, No, man, this is good. But uh it's just interesting to see a marketing campaign and how they'll grab different influencers. <laughs> it's good, dude. Go with it. Hey, you know, sometimes you uh you do just need a little help, man. Sometimes you just need someone to talk to, dude. And you know what? Betterhelp.com. All right. How did I do? You think you send that to them, Rambo Clip? Send it to them. them. No, you know what, though? Seriously, it is true. Think about it, man. A lot of times I'll just take this interlude. Every one of my friends is crazy. And I'm like, dude, I don't really have anybody good to talk to, man. You know, probably can't talk (laughs) to your parents or your family about stuff, man. Sometimes it's nice. I talk to someone that just is good is totally good evaluating personalities and then can say, Hey, you know what? I get where you're coming from. Yeah, you know, I get I got the tape on this one today. Almost. <laughs> you do, man. I can't even that's the J Lo. I tape. can't even <laughs> think of words. Man. Oh, so. see the shadow. Speaking of that, without I think maybe your wife falls in this category. My wife was watching the zone out. So I think it was Housewives in Utah or something. And I just stopped in the living room when I was walking through. <laughs> And I just looked at it for like five seconds. And it was just like, you got, you got to be kidding me. Like you got to be cool. I don't know how they do it. 
I have a best in social media about that, dude. Let's take it over to, this was a post on how do we get our entry to the cup? June 1st, the DDC Cup, Fort Collins, Colorado, which is one hour north of Denver. Bring it, everybody. See, tickets will be on sale right into the new year. And this was Catapult, Catapult Clones. What's wrong with me? It's not that hard. Catapult Clones. Is, are they local, Banner? Catapult Clones? Uh, for local. some reason, I think that they are, but I'm not positive on that. Let us right. know. We please. like clones. <laughs> I just, as far as getting the herb around, I just double back seal jars and put them in checked luggage. So he's sealing like in a mason jar and then vacuum sealing that with just your plastic bag. Yep. So but had, this next part's important. And I've had TSA go through my luggage and leave their card in there and not confiscate. And what it's got to be such that? a flex for them. That has got to be such a flex. You know what I mean? It's like, I could have bothered. I heard that you got to worry about them stealing it more than you have to worry about getting in trouble. And I want to, <clears throat> that happened once to be clear to JR. Um, so maybe, you know, just, you know, one individual, but now it's, what do you happen if you go? And I think he did put in a complaint too. Like, it's like, Hey, you know, they figure maybe people won't complain about something that was taken out of their luggage if it's weed but it's clones i just carry clones on hell i've even carried on a quarter pound before no one said anything um, and of course mail is always easy as well and that's what homegrown chef is saying just mail it to where you're staying yeah mail's okay it sucks when you get like a letter from the government Oh, well, it, uh, if you really want says to, if you want to come pick up your package, <laughs> Co- you know, uh, cousin Sven used to travel for business and, um, that was kind of a thing was just to, uh, FedEx to the hotel. So wherever you were going, you were all good to go. Yeah. You could do that. Right. Wait, hotel wait, or- what, what word did you say there? You said FedEx and that's important for some reason they would always use FedEx. They wouldn't use UPS and they wouldn't use USPS and like the bro science rap was you have fedex they're a private company so they can't get a search warrant is uh, no I, th- I always thought it was more about how like dude you're dropping like 50 bucks or whatever or 75 bucks to get it there overnight and so they're, right. they're just focused Don't on getting that. that shit delivered on time we've covered that man no overnight organic matter scanner bro Oh, two day. Quick. Maybe it's two day. I'm or sorry. Maybe maybe it's go, two day. Go priority mail if you're doing something or longer ground because if you when you're overnight and stuff, it hits a plane so quick. They put all that through uh, organic matter scanners, which we joked catches everything from like wads of cash to plant material to because they got to you know, make sure with everything moving so quick. So don't send it overnight. You don't need to spend that money, and if you don't typically need to get it there, that good point. I hear you though. Good point. People might be worried about jars going on ground though man what if it's really freaking hot and then something sits somewhere and i know i'm i'm being lost into the sunlight abyss but what about the remember they used to say oh overnight next day delivery morning delivery they don't have time to scan it or whatever the hell they said to search it those things are just being rushed through that's what i thought it was always yeah that's what i thought too man that's what cousin somebody in the somebody in the biz and somebody in the biz dm us directly or maybe they hit me over mm-hmm. patreon being like get this on the show because and that this was regarding clones specifically though so i don't know if there's a difference mm-hmm. with flower um but man that is, now that i think of it if i have my entry for the cup and i've taken all this love and care to get it to this point and then like you want me to put it in the mail 
to go ground, which is in semis that aren't climate controlled, depending, that would make me paranoid. I would say that there is a little bit of risk no matter what you're doing, if you're coming, you know, across the country and, but um, I would say your best odds are probably the check bag, man. Yes, I, like that. I agree a hundred percent. Just based on like, we've just seen that so many times, like lots of people have reported that. So you know. the TSA came out and said, we're not looking for weed. I mean, how much more clear can they get? They've said that. That's their statement. Yeah, exactly. They're practically asking for it. What? Okay. Driving, just <laughs> maybe store it internally. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but don't make yeah. it obvious. You don't want, like, you know, Put you don't want to get mouth. stolen. Uh, um, uh, yeah, you don't want to. I think you got his back. <laughs> We're just passing your on cheeks. that one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are. Uh, can't even think now. <laughs> All good. Give us some uh, comments, guys. We'll check them. I want to hear if anybody else we know. I don't talk about this subject, but create it if they're as far as going ground or being creative with it. You could also ship it probably with one of those like um, I don't know how long it lasts. The way they ship beneficials with like live in ice packs, <laughs> like around uh, yeah, that will will bring any suspicion. Just well, think about it. If you're doing extracts, you kind of need to do that, right? Yeah, this is true. If you bring it, yeah, if you bring some extracts, you don't want to cook them in the. Uh... Sorry, I think you want to keep them in the fridge. Uh, I don't know who Jaren's uh, fake twin brother is, but Jaren's fake twin brother uh, actually visited us in Costa Rica or visited the place in Costa Rica uh, a few months ago. It was nice enough that when I looked in there and in the fridge, there was some live sugar. Uh, Everybody brings awesome here, but they don't want to bring it back. Yeah, that was uh, his brother, Darren, right? Brother Darren. Darren. <laughs> ah, yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm going to shout out some DDC producers here, man. You guys, thank you so much. We wouldn't be where we're at without you. I got Kite Lupa, Lunchbox Ty. What's up? Did you ever have a Lunchbox? I never had. I don't know. I'm lying. Yeah. It was a brown bagger. I think I was too. Don't want to call us. Yeah. This Lunchbox. <sighs> Old metal one with the clamps on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Nah, I had a plastic Ninja Turtles. That was mine. It was recharged blue, funnily enough. Or uh, Grodad's blue. I had a Hulk Clunch box, bro. Metal one. (laughs) (laughs) You still love that show. It's great. Uh, Brown baggers. uh, Great Lakes. Jay, what's going on? Who you got, Scotty? Come on, I got Marty Wana. Marty. I like the way that goes. Marty. I like and how about Eric? Are you okay? Are they deaf? What does that mean? I don't know. And all right, Eric, are you okay? Yes. Yes. There we go. That's Eric, okay. are you okay? Are you okay? Keys. Eric, are you okay? Yes. Keys. I like that. I like yeah. that. We'll go with that, guys. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. Become DGC man. Become part of this community. We've been pushing prohibition down for ten years now. I think we're going to have some type of anniversary in April. It's official. Uh, you better. We better. And we would not be here, like I said, without you guys supporting the show, uh, supporting the team, and helping us make better growers who benefits. That too many to list are at dogrows.com forward slash important deals on real grower products. The 420 happy hour every Friday, man, a whole another show talking, grow, and hanging out through free seeds, sticker packs, dogrows.com forward slash important. Uh, great holiday gift for, for the community, 
right, Scotty? Yeah. He's back. I'm just thinking, I pulled this blind down and I went from looking like I'm in a tropical paradise to like a hostage. Donna? I was going to mention that. Like, you had a beautiful backdrop, and now it's like you're in an interrogation room. Holding Um, up a sign. (laughs) I did want to mention quickly one other whole reason we we asked for uh, listener supported is we are not a conventional channel, man. We are in prohibition land as well. We do not have uh, ad revenue coming in. Like, uh, you know, when I visit with my buddy with his off road channel, he's like, doing great, man. The ad revenue is really cool. It also limits some of our sponsorships. And we don't want to be sponsor-laden either, man. So thank you again, DDC uh, supporters. That's why we're doing what we're doing. We're asking for you guys to come on at $10 a month. Appreciate it. Benefits pay for themselves. Absolutely, sir. Doesn't be a token through the ages, man. This is in from a DDC producer, Noah N. Um, and this is some interesting conversation here. Let's get into it. So my friends are getting into our media. And my friends are getting into our 30s, and I'm working with them. Oh, hang on. <laughs> You're so old. Oh, man. Wait till you hit your 40s. Yeah, 30 feels old. Though. I have sympathy. I, I felt old. At, I felt older at 30 than I did 40. It, oh, 30, it, it hits you. I don't know. You know, oh, I you got could, a lot yeah, of time you get slapped left. in a. Hey, you should be an adult by now, man. You're 30. <laughs> yeah. I'm nowhere close. Yeah. And then at 40, <laughs> you just slip in like warm bath water. Like, fuck it. This is me. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a child. Very good. Grandpa. No like, No comments. Uh, I'm working <laughs> with more, more coworkers in their 40s. At some point, it seems that people just can't smoke weed like they used to without getting paranoid. Me and my wife still smoke every day, and I don't have that issue. But I've heard from many family members and coworkers that at some point in their mid-30s, all of a sudden, weed doesn't do it for them like it used to, and they just get paranoid anxiety when they smoke. You guys ever see stuff like that with people as they get older? I'm not sure if it's a known phenomenon or something you guys have noticed. Now, on the opposite side, to continue the conversation... We've been hearing about Scotty's stepmom just hopping on the weed train in her late years and seems to love it. Yeah, but it was maybe these are what I'll hop in here. Maybe these are people that would smoke a, a couple hits of a Mexican rag joint at a party. And that was their idea of weed. And, you know, then you smell, oh, my God, I smoked that stuff and it was way too strong. I hallucinated. I saw Elvis. You know, man, so like <laughs> Elvis. maybe they're just not. <laughs> used, I mean, Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> Either. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, I could see that though, as to where I mean, the weed is a lot stronger. Yeah, totally. Waiting with that bright light on your face and the blank background of like the hand coming and slapping you and be like, tell me where it is, it's, Scotty. It's for <laughs> hostage, man. It's a full on hostage video right here, man. <sighs> what can you do? Um, it, this shouldn't be. Maybe the sun here. has set. If you're a consistent smoker, depending, maybe if we switched up strains, that definitely can mess with anxiety in different levels. Oh, there you go. Uh, and, and you basically shouldn't have just an onset of, of anxiety at different ages in my experience. Now, if you take a break, like Spensamelia, Spensamelia was saying, you know, I took a break because of work and family. When I got back into it, um, I was definitely getting anxiety and negative thoughts, but lightened it up just like a couple one hitters and whatnot. It was good. I can see that if you take a break, a tolerance break, a life change break, whatever, and then you jump right back into Pretty damn good herb. I've got an anxiety from herb. I don't know about full negative feelings. I think that depends on state of mind while smoking or sure. thinking about where you're at. Sure. If you have any depression, if you have stress in your life. Because I, I can see if you smoke up, example quickly yep. of this, I had some stress before a DVC cup when I took a fresh dab 
of freshly pressed rosin, the lemon juice sure. from Dax <clears throat> Tractor. And I got really paranoid. I got anxiety <laughs> about the cup. I had to go sit outside. It was not cool. So I could had something similar to that happen to me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I did have something similar like that happen to me. And you know what I did? I sat down and I called betterhelp.com and I got someone that really <laughs> understood. <laughs> Hey, new sponsor. What do you think? think new sponsor. Think they're buying it, man? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm so glad it worked oh. out for you, Scott. No. <laughs> Guys, that's exactly why we need you DGC producers. We're not doing that. So do you smoke the same yourself? Like if, as in your 20s to your 30s, now you're in your 50s. Do you, are you, is it the same consumption? Is it less? Does it affect you any differently? You've been a long time toker. You're asking me? Overall banner. All right, yeah. I'll take it first because I always jump in. Scott, just interrupt this. <laughs> I smoke more now by far than I've ever smoked. I, back in my 20s and 30s, I would take a one I would. I was a guy with the dugout and the one some really good weed, and smoke one or two hits uh, right after my brother Tripp finished driving. Maybe we we're going to go into see a client or eat some dinner or something like that. Uh, yeah, but just smoke a little bit and... Uh, yeah, now I smoke, I don't know, dabs and dabs. It doesn't really do much. Would you guys say if you smoke more, I mean, you have way more access to concentrates than you ever did? 100%. Is that bringing your tolerance down as well, do you feel? Down or up? Tolerance down? Up, for sure. Ooh, for sure. Tolerance up. Excuse me, up. Yeah, yeah. I feel yes, like everybody ooh. around here has got a pretty pretty healthy tolerance. So, like, as far as the getting paranoid and all that, I don't hear too much about that i think it's just a function of what you're kind of used to it could, it could be a little bit about stakes I, I told scott a funny story just in private about the dgc cup last year uh cortez the conqueror and hot rods head stash both edibled me up and i got so paranoid that like That's does anyone know who i am here i was like I, I, I like i'm at the dgc cup which i helped produce and i was like no one probably knows who i am i shouldn't talk to anybody because if i assume they know who i am they'll think it's weird so i would walk up to boots and i'd be like hey guys do you know who i am it's okay if you don't <laughs> and so <laughs> and so the next day i was like no more edibles day two of the cup <laughs> so Hang on tap out edibles are different <laughs> yeah. all right edibles are so much you eat too many edibles yeah you can freak out <laughs> maybe you had too much too fast oh i did <laughs> thanks cortez and Aaron. which make a ah. note we should do an edibles panel which grandma would be good on that panel. Oh, I'd we could it. also get, oh, what's the lady's name that makes the edibles calculator? We've, I thought we even had her on a lost episode, but regardless, that would be a good panel. Hey, a couple more comments on here, though. Wait, time out, time out. Yeah. We have to eat edibles to be on the edible panel, like a lot, right? Let's do it. No, who did that? Somebody did, like, I think Zanazi was on there. They did a 250 milligram show. Hey, I think it makes no, I, some people. I like it. I can't hang with that, man. Is it just me and you, Grandpa? <laughs> I'm Let's good with it, like buddy. 50, bro. Let's do it, buddy. I hey, and Grandpa. You do that, and I'll be the show moderator. Nice. Um, <laughs> yes. And I believe this is Emily Kyle Nutrition, too. Shout out, I think, was the one that had that edible calculator. Nice. Regardless, uh, continuing the conversation, we, we, I haven't touched on this in a while. Noah N. chimes in, says, I had grown myself a one-to-one for my wife and her friends, and she was giving it to her coworkers that had quit smoking. They all said it was great for them and didn't get paranoid at all. I was smoking it, too, and still feeling pretty high, and I agree that something with a little extra CBD can help. So, and it, this has been a phenomenon lately and for a while, when you go to the dispensary or people gr- brag about how much THC is in their strain, 
keep in mind if no, somebody doesn't smoke, a one to one strain is great, man. I definitely have experienced one to ones at my, where I'm at with it. Don't really get that high off it, but I do feel the effect of CBD and THC. How, so, uh, how, how much great suggestion? How much THC are you getting in that though? Like seven, eight percent, maybe in a one to one? Seeing high one to ones, you're right. I haven't seen the highest. I think I've seen would be like around maybe like 11 to 11. Really? 11 one to one? That's pretty high. Hey, but you're right. There, I haven't seen a really oh 22 percent THC to CBD strain. No, but well, that's because it would have 44 percent THC, it, you know, or, or cannabinoids. Well, yeah, I don't think that exists. My point is that if you the one to ones are going to be just less cannabinoids overall. I like uh, Crawdaddy's comment. I'm 53 and I could outsmoke the 25 year old me 100. percent That's like it, Scotty, right? Yeah, takes uh, practice, yeah, man. Yeah. I love smoking uh, weed, and the weed got stronger. So whether I smoke a joint of three or four percent Mexican rag, or a joint of thirty-five percent banner weed, you know, I mean, that's gonna like smoking three joints, man. Why is next? What are, you, what are you saying, banner? Your weed contested thirty-four percent? No, no, nobody's weed tested thirty-four percent. Depends. Oh, well, that's what they too, say. Yes, it depends which lab. Exactly. <laughs> sir. I guess it's possible. Uh, don't people? What's the highest THC? I'm googling. You can Google that and bring it in. Um, the uh, what'd you find? Where in that? Uh, I'm looking. I feel like anything yeah. up that high. Thirty point one percent Florida Kush. Florida. Florida. Florida Kush. Part of the legend Jerry Garcia cannabis is high quality marijuana. THC. I'm already discrediting it. All of it. <laughs> it's at dispensaryworks.com. <laughs> Do you, don't you feel like it's at the expense of some other cannabinoids though? If you jack in the THC up CBD or breeding, breeding or it for that pur- purpose, it seems like you'd be losing out on something else. I don't know. Yeah, losing terps, bra. And if uh, not turf, definitely cannabinoids, right? There's only so much room inside the trichome head. Since you said Florida in there, my brain just went too quickly. I think we have a new DGC producer, uh, older guy that was part of the Coptic church. That was the church down like out of Miami area and like weed was their sacrament. Nice. Huge that really? special on it. Yeah. C-O-P-T-I-C, Coptic uh, church. Co- freaking interesting. Coptic, isn't that? Uh, com- Ambo. Coptic foliar. <laughs> Coptic foliar. <laughs> The memes um, have started already. Crawdaddy goes on to say, why didn't we have CHS or whatever they call it in the 80s and 90s? It sure ain't because the weed is better. So, yes, it is. It is yeah. I mean, maybe you had some weed that was pretty strong in the 80s and 90s. And now that I think about it, yeah, like the old G13, great weed. You could put it you know, up against you know, the cannabis that you'd see today. Mm. You don't hear oh, much about G13 anymore. It was $100 a quarter, though. Oh, you know, it wasn't everywhere all the time. Bring it back. Um, uh, commenting, Jennifer, on this, because we've talked about the cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. This is Jennifer Olson, DDC producer. All these are producers. Thank you guys for helping. That's why I'm getting you on the show here. Cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome is an allergic reaction. I see it fairly often working in the ER. No cure. Stay hydrated and maybe try a different way to consume or a different strain. It's not an uh, allergy benadryl help. It's your body reacting to the medicine, just as it would be if it had an allergy to penicillin. Some people find relief in just moderation. 
overdoing about anything isn't usually a good idea. So from the nurse's mouth, uh, definitely see. That would find sorry. relief in moderation. <laughs> like that. Hypomesis. That should be one of those. So that what? should be one of those cards, man. My oblique strategy cards, you know. Find relief in moderation. <laughs> that is an oblique That's strategy. A good one. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. I like it. Uh, oh, mind you growers hanging out, hanging out for the holidays. Uh, not too late, man. Check out dogrows.com forward slash pros. This is where all our pros are listed. Uh, coupon codes. Uh, I'll go for AC Infinity, man. AC Infinity is going to have everything you need to get going. I'll go over there, get a two by four tent kit. It's like under, I don't know, almost 500 bucks with coupon code DUDE on their site, Dude Gross, excuse me, uh, as well as on their Amazon store, coupon code Dude Gross 10. If you don't remember this, go to dudegross.com forward slash pros. But their controllers, their tents, their fans, lighting, everything all comes together, plug and play. Uh, yeah. I just hooked up a buddy with a three by three. I run their four by three and good to go, man. Down to the containers. Just get some media and genetics up in there. You're all right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You get that tent. You get yourself a real bucket system, uh, buy a couple bags of cocoa, and you're ready to go. Who's got the? Uh, go ahead, man. Who who's got the? Uh, who's checked out their new? Or I think it's new. Their dome. They have a. Human- oh, I do. I, I have one. If you look over there, there's one that needs to be unboxed. Man, I see you're supposed to make an unbox video for it. Yeah, definitely cool. I felt bad. They're so generous to me. I bought it. I went on Amazon and bought it for eighty two bucks. But it's got the lights and everything. It's it's nice, man. I'll yeah. bet you you bought it and you didn't even use coupon code Doom Ten. I'll bet you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I thought it was cool because Damn. you don't need to put it in a tent. Um, you can put it pretty much anywhere. It's got a light. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that just seems like a really good idea of just having a standalone, doesn't need anything else, place to for your clones. Excellent for quarantine not- too, by the way. When you're not cloning, pro tip, man, you could grow some microgreens if you want. You could grow a little bit if you have time just to do one little crop of some uh, lettuce or greens, you know. I'm down. You're, you're for I was just checking out that AC Infinity has some, uh, some spice microgreens. I start snoozing. I want to go weed. You know, they have those at the store. You say weed at the store. They have weed at the store, too. You sound just like a buddy of mine. And it's cheap. It's like... I was grow. I grow peppers in the summer. Right now, I have some peppers in my two by four, and I make. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what kind of peppers? What uh, kind do you have? Jalapenos and no. the other kind that you can buy at the, the other store? thing. Or do you have unique? I have habanero, uh, ghost, Carolina Reaper. So none of those are available. The habaneros are, but they look like crap. They're like mm-hmm. already almost half done by the time you get them there. Anyway, he's like, dude. They sell all that. It, I, I like I use it to make hot sauce. It's like you know how many different hot sauces you can buy the store, dude. Like you're good. Like, just trying <laughs> to discourage grow because they have it at the store. Yeah, but it's my hot hey, sauce. Just, micro greens are kind of unrewarding. No. Um. No, I did, dude. I would have put on right now. I have a deal with a local grower. Actually, a Facebook ad came to me, and I pay twenty dollars a week for delivery of four cut four. Clamshells of microgreens, and it's funny. It's one of those things. If you have them coming to you, now I use them on. I put them on our eggs all the time. I put them sure. in my smoothie, and it's like having them around without having to go to the store and sort. And they're fresh as hell. That guy cut them down the day before. Sure. Twenty bucks. And they put them in plastic and brought them to your house. I know. I hate that part because <laughs> I recycle. We'll see. 
Yes, I, I wish they did. They're, they're going to invent a microbe. Don't worry, man. Some smart guy like Banner or Grambo or Guru. Well, I don't know what he's doing. Man. He got to invent a microbe in plastic. You know it's coming, right? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. If you guys missed our last live show, check it out. Guru came back in. It was about LED lighting. We had Brock from HLG, Michigan, and Matt. Uh, we had Chad Westport hanging out. Uh, it was a really good Did I miss anybody? I think so. Uh, uh, I was, that was two shows ago, man. That was two shows ago, and it was good to have. It really was. I like Guru. I miss Guru, I should say, man. Yeah. Find those uh, on our YouTube channel. Just click on the live link and you'll see all the live work that's been on the panel shows. What's our upcoming panel show? I think it's going to be on, is it decided yet? On, on Hash and uh, some t- an extracts oh, journal? Man, yeah, I hope that works out. And fingers crossed, we've got a great panel. Uh, hash Makers panel next week or Extractors panel. Should be really good. I will spur anything up by uh, announcing them too early. But yeah, I think we've got a good panel set up. And as one wall, I'll just literally be the fly on the wall hanging out and learning. Because I've made bubble hash. That's it. I haven't yeah. made any other extracts. I tried some type of butane thing like 15 years ago with actually waste. It was a waste. Buying butane cans. And oh my gosh. It's like, why would I do it? Yeah, right. Flour. Where's the good flour at? Um, but yeah, I'm ready to learn, man. I'm ready to learn. Uh, cool. Let's take it over to, uh, we got some fun stuff here, man. Um, I'll let you decide between, is it real and what we have left? What's that? Hey, it's just a case of things you, things you randomly find at the, at the studio. Yeah. I believe my kid asked for that for Christmas. It was like either that or somebody bought it for me. I can't remember. It's a stocking stuffer. I can't remember, but that has to do with somebody gifting it. Those are great. Those are, that's valuable. That if someone gave me butane, I'd be like, oh, I'd be, I'd be over the moon. Case of butane. Yeah, I'd be ecstatic. For all speeding up here towards the end. It's a pain in the butt. Hey, check this. Talking. Just check this out. It says a newly identified algal strain rich in phosphorus. I know this sounds boring, and I'll just make it really quick. But algae is such a big problem runoff and whatnot it just grows it becomes this huge slime <clears throat> and they're able to harvest it or you know when when they can find an official way to harvest it it's loaded with nutrient and it's not growing via magic it's growing and it's holding plant nutri- or nutrition in there and you can make it in the plant nutrient so man they've got like phosphorus that's uh uh grows so fast or, i'm sorry uh phosphorus um uh Al- algae uh, yeah, algae. Thank you, man. I was going to call it a slime. Well, technically a biofilm, but you know, what are we talking Yeah. And, and they're, so they're able to uh, process this, pelletize it, and use it as fertilizer. And then I was thinking about it. You could char this if you wanted to. Oh and God. then you'd have a slow-release fertilizer. But the phosphorus is still there. It's not magically being burnt out. <laughs> Interesting. Cobalt. Charred Cobalt slime. Biofilm. Yum. Yeah, you're right. And do they talk about biofilms having intelligence? Yeah. They can literally put biofilms in a maze yeah. and figure out how to get out of the maze. And then they'll chop it like off and way. And the, and the back half still <laughs> remembers what the front half remembered. It's crazy. It's creepy, right? Yeah, very weird. It's creepy. Biofilms. Back in the day, it was lime. Isn't it like a slime? The blob. Bro. Oh, big- 
blob. Hey, the blob. You can find the movie Green Slime. It is amazing. They played it on like channel, <laughs> you know, UHF channel. And when I was a kid and it's got, it's like, dude, like all 60s psychedelic with like a, a green slime theme song. There's like rays. Oh, know, ray yeah, we, and stuff. we showed this one Great. time. Green slime. It is so awesomely bad. It yes. looks like right up there with Attack of the Killer Tomato. Green yes, it is. <laughs> hey, real quick. I'm sorry, as we're doing all the sustainable stuff, this, this is really cool. Um, this is a methane digester right here. So this guy is composting. And as things compost down, uh, remember the biochar? It actually, it's making this big flame. Uh, it's burning off all those volatile components, and it's just leaving the carbon. So this is mm -hmm. the same thing, where this guy's actually taking uh, his food scraps, that methane smell. He's actually doing it with soldier flies, which is really trippy. But that methane smell is uh, is methane, and he's harvesting. He uses something called a biogas digester. It's neat, man. I don't know how far in it is, but he ends up making his own methane. Like Tim, I've always wanted to, I mean, this is a next level, but I mean, it's not that hard of a system. You just sit up there, but just get into composting more myself. I run into roadblocks between, you know, Colorado, it's seasonal. You can seasonally compost there, right? What can you get? You can get a couple compost batches out in the summer. It's got to be a certain time. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Not the idea. Now where I live, it's just the the bears won't have it. They're they're gonna get into your compost no matter what. Sure. So yeah, it's interesting though. It, the people that have the ability to do it. I wonder if they're ever gonna make you're talking about the bio uh stuff and human waste where people have to like have it all in house again. Back in the day it was an outhouse, right? It's like you go out and it goes in the ground. You've shown systems that a toilet takes it to a system <laughs> that fully takes care of it. Yeah. It like turns it into fuel. The bio like, toilet. The <laughs> yeah, we're looking at it now, but have you never heard of a set tank, sir? No, yeah, we have one on our property. Yes. Yeah, so that, I, yeah, I don't know if we want to explain that quickly. It is kind of, I, it's microbial. That's a, that's, that's a what? microbial digester and by every means. So you've got a bunch of microbes in the septic tank. Uh, it breaks down uh that organic material and it ends up what floats away is an effluent and it's this nutrient rich water you never seen around your septic tank is usually the nicest grass that you have our septic field goes into a blackberry patch that we pick from so we're essentially fertilizing our own blackberries that's dope there you go it's the circle of life brother <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't want to think about that too deep man but yeah yeah. What else do you got? All right. Hang on. This is just fun. All right. You ready to have fun now? Yes. Yeah. Sure. I am in Costa Rica. I'm hanging out. By the way, surfsidecosta.com. Uh, it might seem fancy saying you're in Costa Rica, uh, but I am in just a cool spot with a bunch of little uh, uh, bungalows and Jaren's coming to visit it. I've had a whole bunch of DDC come visit. I'm so to visit uh, not soon. expensive, not fancy. Yes. Uh, come on down and join us. The pure need that big BGC. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Nice, Grambo. Yeah, man. Where am I? Yeah, somewhere. look at all that forest, man. All that rainfall. Yeah, I will be coming down um, soon, sir. This looks amazing. Uh, all right, so there's some people staying in, in the other spots, and it's cool, man. You get to meet interesting people. Not too many jerks come. 
You know, it's not a place where you're like, yeah, let's go there. It seems like a great place. We'll meet up a bunch of jerk heads over there. The, the jerk really heads. Nice. <laughs> a bunch of jerk heads. They don't have a jerk store. A bunch of jerk heads. That jerk store called. They're running out of Costa Rica. All right. So the one guy I'm talking to, he's real corporate. And I, he goes, yeah, I was in the submarine service for 13 and a half years. And I'm thinking, when you think of submarines, man, under the water, no fresh air, no windows, no daylight. That, to me, is like a prescription for insanity right there. You know, I would have a rough time. The only thing that's going to save you is obviously, hopefully, a bit of uh, cardio equipment, I'll say. Got to get my exercise out or you're going to go nuts. But the daylight... You can't look outside. I wonder if they have, they have they have the right spectrum though in those where it's like they have a daylight room where they, they right. play like bird music and like scenery of forests you can go. I mean, it's a summary. They don't have that much room. But I don't. Th- yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nuclear submarine. But I was thinking about, would you rather do that for 75 days, two and a half months or this for 14 days, two weeks? And Rambo, click this fishing boat guys right here, man. All right. <clears throat> He's dancing. Great. Oh, my God. That is what life is like to be on a fishing boat. Is that true? <laughs> oh, yeah. Pain. Holy crap. Dude. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. Mounted oh, cameras man. are awesome. <laughs> you I think it. I might take the submarine service for two and a half months. Man. Oh, it's well. You're safer probably. What would you think? the water? This is a great oh, poltergeist. Yeah. This is great footage for a poltergeist movie. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh, Banner, which one would you take? Oh, man. That's tough. I don't like oh, I don't like oh big boy. seas like that. Though. Oh boy, that makes me sick just watching it. <laughs> this All is right. All right, come on, I, I got wanna, another one, man. Yes, sir. Stuck to any confined place for that long. That's kind of why I don't think I'd like cruises. You know, where you're just like well, you're on this uh, kind of a big boat, but yeah, this is pretty great. Which one would you pick? I would. Gosh, it's 75 days versus two weeks. I'm going on the fishing boat for two weeks, but I have to be at that point. Am I already acclimated to seasickness? Or I have to go through that as well because that is not fun. The hell is seasickness, man? You're going to get like thrown off the boat or like buried (laughs) by an 80 lobster trap. Yeah, like like, uh, two weeks or, you know, 75 days. Uh, How long is it going to take to heal? Going on a submarine. Isn't it one of? It'd be interesting. It's one of, if not the mo- most dangerous occupations, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah, Banner. It's the deadliest catch. The deadliest Ooh. catch. They should Ooh. do a show around that. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if it's the most dangerous occupation. Um, you want to work? Okay, here you go. Here's another choice, man. Dude, this one's for you. You can work with the stucco guys. See these guys that are outside my window right here. Okay. Do you see that? That is nuts. Well, that is that is, is where OSHA. Somebody call OSHA. <laughs> oh my god! No, we don't. Okay, we so don't have maybe it you'll fall. It's a it, maybe you'll fall broken. doing that, right? No, it's been the Scott's firewall has blocked it in the bakery. Yeah, it's, it's no bueno. Oh, you can't see it. I see. Well, it stucco won't, guys, she won't load. I saw it. <laughs> it's insanity. And yes. it's okay, or what? Or this. And, dude, I always think of you. They show me these. It's the death diving. Are you familiar with death diving? Are you guys able to see this one? Is that when they go into, like, the little tiny swimming pool? Look at this, dude. This is, like, somebody you hang out with right here. No, but that is cool. Oh, my God. They just belly flop from 
really no, wait, 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 like intentionally? Yeah, they belly flop. Like they don't want to go in feet first? Correct, correct. It is water diving. It's not even near And they have tropical. to break. Yeah, he breaks they the surface They have to break tension. the surface tension of the water. Oh, that's so cool. It. That's and brilliant. Wow, it looks warm. There's your too. world. What is he thinking? That's worse than slap fighting, right? 132 feet. Dude, look at the water. It's ice. <laughs> it's ice. It's hard. All right. So you can either do that death diving right there, or you have to tell this girl that the drive through is closed. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do death metal drumming to this entitled girl complaining about not getting her meal. YouTube loves me, man. They give you the good stuff, bro. Points at her with his drumsticks, like complete bonus. Love it. <laughs> oh god, man, feels good, man. Oh my, god. get me out of the car. I would rather be death diving, be a fishing boat. Or uh, or a submarine. Oh my butt! This wing stop. <laughs> oh the internet! Oh, dude, not even that. Hey guys, dude. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, just let's just acknowledge, man. Snoop Dogg has sold out. Okay, it's it's okay, man. Right? You guys see he's doing rub rub now. This new get delivery like a G. See. Holy dog, try to eat. I get rounds every day, every week. Chicken wings to the crib. I'm Sydney. Burger in the low low. Hope they put the pickle. Oh my God. On time on the catamaran. Yeah. On the catamaran. <laughs> oh my God. Tacos to the shit. Is this real? Is this real? Oh, this is real. Catamaran. Oh my God. God, dude. No, buddy. So classy. I mean, if he's making it pretty funny at the same time, yeah, I think it is funny, man. Oh my God. That's funny. Hey, do me a favor, man. As long as we're talking about uh, it's new dogs up and right. He's not an Aussie legend. Just play a little Aussie for me, will you, man? Oh. Uh, it's Aussie's birthday. <laughs> it's amazing that he's still doing it. Oh my god! Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I yeah. saw this tour. I, I was at this, not this particular show, but I got. He's just spreading house. a fire hose yeah. on somebody. He's not really moving it. Yeah. He's just. Yeah. What is this chip wow. doing? Uh oh. Okay. She's having her own wet T-shirt contest without the T-shirt. <laughs> Make sure you watch the video show. <laughs> oh, he's just spraying her with a fire hose. And uh, I don't know. That one made me laugh. It's Saturday morning. Okay. Twisted. It was a great lineup. It was a great show. I remember that. Oh, good times. Man. Oh, man. Probably the best I tell you what. Life. Just go to the most gangster rapper of all, if you would, man. Swim me. <laughs> Maybe. No. I mean, this one's worth it. I just, uh, no, not the other one. <laughs> the woman. Yes. This one needs a little audio, too. Drake, easy for ice to the city. But do you recall the most gangster rapper of all? Listen to she just saw the when you like a tree bridge. This has to stop. I can't. It does have to stop. No, I, just, no, I can't. It is so disturbingly weird. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, white lady. Someone's got to stop him. <laughs> uh, that only lasted a second. Good for you. Good for you. Um, 
All right, come on, is it real? You ready? Oh, you know I'm ready. Oh, dude, you want to give us a couple shout outs before we hop into it? <laughs> We're good. We're good. Let's hop into it, man. I'll you right. like subscribe Ooh. if you haven't done so already, guys. Help promote the show. <laughs> Couple of clicks right at your fingertips. Leave us a little check those comments. I do want to hear about people shipping around some herb and whatnot. And uh, yes, let's play. Is it real? Uh, Grambo's the expert on the panel for is it real? <laughs> and bring it. I know this one's real. She's oh real. yeah, there's no faking this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a leopard at the dinner table, right? The only thing I don't understand is why this guy has his flashlight on to film. Come on, man, turn off that light. <laughs> Because he can't. He has all the energy he wants. Uh, Such yeah. nice manners. Yeah, he could buy and sell me. I apologize, Sheik. <laughs> That's real. Hey, is this real? This is real, right? That is Little Wayne with the vice president. I don't know. Is that a vice president? I don't know who that lady I is. I think so. Isn't that Kamala Harris? Jesus, we need to watch more TV. No, we don't. No, um, no I thought that was Maya me. Rudolph from SNL. <laughs> <laughs> sure. as we know he's gonna play her on tv <laughs> yeah that is i guess i don't know much about little wayne is he vice presidential yeah look at those dreads please don't use the f word <laughs> what is he wearing a very long t-shirt oh, t i don't know that is a good hey, call dude hey you're, you left your cult shirt on bro <laughs> <laughs> hey do me a favor click this next one Rambo, Banner, uh, tell me how they're doing this, man. This is Incredibles advertising on Facebook. Um, do, we, do we got that one, Grambo? Is it working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually yeah, on man. some Incredible Edibles right now. I support Medically Correct. That exclamation how point are they not getting sued? There is no oh, way they're going good catch Facebook. Banner, even in the, in the meme, it says timing the edible, but there's an exclamation point. Inside, so they're not even calling it an edible inside their advertising, let alone like t saying what it is. It's just wink, wink, or let alone paying Joey from friends. Right? Right, well, you know, like this is completely just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's a meme, you know, that's what we do. 2020. Oh, it's cool. I love the, the fact AI. that they're not getting caught, mm. but I am, uh, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, DGC? Like, so Facebook will allow you to uh, sell cannabis products as well as just use copyrighted material to do it. And I think and Grambo kind of didn't poo-poo, but you know, the fast acting is more half marketing, man. For me, it's like you want fast acting to have some edibles on a stomach that has doesn't have much in it. That's gonna be a huge factor in, in kicking in. I took, so just I took two yeah. of these for breakfast today. These green apple. Uh, that was my breakfast. Shout out Incredibles. I all for Incredibles. My point is is that they've got Joey from Friends that has no idea that he's slinging Incredibles. There's no way he knows that. No. If we tell him, you think he'll give us a cut? I think that if his if his agency found out, that they'd sue the hell out of Incredibles, and they'd wonder why the hell Facebook ran an ad with ob obvious copyright violations. Yo, canoeing down a river of gravy is fantastic. Yeah, someone needs to tell this lady, too, her copyright's being That finished. is fantastic. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just curious. We get our balls busted so much, man. We'll have those shows. We used to play those funny songs, and just doing parody songs uh, gets you uh, a copyright infringement hit on YouTube. So it's just interesting. I don't know. Facebook just doesn't care. They just open in there wide open. I was trying, well, what's going on? I was now? trying to figure out why for like the last 
man, I don't know, long time. And I'm going to double check why uh, Urban Ramo, I'm trying to get to hang out, Ramo Nutrients, hang out on the panel. And I reviewed his YouTube channel and I'm like, dude, you haven't, you haven't showed your grow like in two years. Like, every once in a while, I'd walk through the grow, show all the plants, talk about what's going on. And I'm like, got to be policy stuff, man. That's just horrible for us in this industry. Can I just- it is, but you know, I see a lot of stuff on Facebook. I wonder if you're loosening up. You got to love those old Remo videos where it's his grow and he's literally in these huge garbage cans. Nah, and his plants are like, Magic. I don't know, 15 Modern feet high Magic. or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do me a favor. Is this next is this next one real? Does, could this really work? Seems like it only works in Russia. Hmm. Let's see. Here, the truck is stuck, right? Uh-huh. Totally stuck. Right. I mean, this is brilliant. It's one of them things that you. Huh. That so, real, does that, I pretty, guess it works as like uh, maybe like a, it lowers gear, the gear ratio? Like it makes it a lower friction, gear? maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You're a mechanical engineer by uh, uh, by training, Banner. What is that? Yeah. Is that Are amazing, they, right? Does it lower well, the gear uh, through friction? Is it artificial gear lowering? They do work. All right, I got a what is it? Is this real? Do me a favor. Click Road Predator. Is this real? <laughs> this is real. It's really awesome. Whoa. That looks that looks like a Florida house, too, by the way. It does. <laughs> <laughs> this is this guy. I could totally see that. That's South Florida, dude. Like oh, week. Wow. Hilarious. That's a sick chopper. <laughs> Zed's dead. He mortgaged that house to get that hostage. <laughs> Zed's dead. Is that Paul Jr.? <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Uh, that is pretty cool. I was going to spend money on some. Uh-oh. See, this remi- This next one reminds me of driving by Scotty's place, and now I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> what do we got, man? What do we got? <laughs> yeah, is this real? This looks real. It almost looks real, right? Uh, but it doesn't seem like it can be real. It's it's excavators that are just excavating a hill. Is this winched up, winched it, down now? I just find that to be unbelievable. I'm not sure if that's real or not. Rambo, I mean, Banner. It, it appears the the lighting matches. I think it's just somewhere uh, where laws don't apply. <laughs> you got yeah, I think I'd rather be on the fishing boat. He's hanging by a cable. That's man. Costa Rica, baby. You know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, dude! I got two just for you. All right, uh, who got uh, the over sixty mountain biking channel? Was that you, Banner? That was me. It's literally called yeah. Over Sixty MTV. That's so awesome. And I paid. And this is me. this video. The dude's yeah, a patron. Don't look right. Don't look right. <laughs> dude's on this guy's Patreon Which means for sure. Look right. <laughs> no, what? What are you gonna do? You're fine. This is like if you were biking. The, the perfect analogy here is if you were biking on a sidewalk, would you simply turn into traffic? It's, at that same difference. Sidewalk's a little um, flatter, bro. Should be good weather. Got the whole team. Your citizen designated one age over fifty-five or over uh, sixty. Yeah, I think something uh, over. It used to be sixty-five, but I don't know what they changed. Regardless, none of these dudes are on e-bikes because I paid close attention to see if there's motors and their bikes. And all of them the previous day had biked twenty-seven miles on a loop, and then they're doing this this day, which is just badass. You guys were talking earlier about warm bath and 40s and whatever with aging you do not always but at times have a choice if you stay active man hard to come back if you don't don't go on the other I side i it man well these, ride my e-bike later these guys are pretty baller though i mean yeah, it's hardcore. 
Thanks. Not as bored. I always love motivation, dude. In that, and then the saying, do what you will while you're able. And when you see cats out like that, that's thumbs up. (laughs) Sometimes you do need to get up. You need to get pumped up for, uh, for the workout. Right. (laughs) I questioned Scott's statement of like, not as baller as the next one. I was like, Oh, who's more baller than that? Oh, I see this guy. Come on. You want to get pumped up uh-huh. for the mountain bike ride? Uh-huh. No, techno bike. Techno biking. Oh, no. You got to go ahead to his breakout trambo. Well, you got to see, like, this woman gets... It, it all starts with this woman. There's a story. Some guy bumps into got her, you. and she then gets- chaos ensues. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah, see? Right there? Oh, Oop, no. no. That doesn't work. Now, apologize. Oh, he no. says, apologize. Nope. Mess with techno biking, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize there was like a whole story. Oh, yeah. That's what makes it so unexpected. <laughs> Wait, this is real? And now you think that yeah, something bad real. is going to happen? And what actually happens? Oh, he feels the beef, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this like is dude's other bro. This is MySpace era, kids. Are you just waiting for it to kick in? Oh, yeah, it's about to kick it. What country do you think this is it? Uh, like this has got to be Holland. Oh, look at the, the upside down water. Doesn't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes, oh, here comes the drop. It, right? Here comes the drop. Oh, here we go. What country is this? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Got this. I will. Electric follow. rail, bro. I will follow. <laughs> wow, dude. Nice. I had this bad app. Talking about it. Get, get it out there. Get out of your house. You don't have to be on anything for this, Scotty. You could just be on the music. You're on the beat, bro. High on life. Be on it. It's awesome. It's oh, awesome. That's what I got. for him now a snack. Here's a snack, buddy. <laughs> he actually looks at it. Hey, got some this? smoked salmon. Right. Oh, seriously. Um, no, it's uh, that that smoke or that that sh- that shark that shark that is rotted. He doesn't litter. Maybe a little rotten shark. Got it made. Lutefisk snacks. They're giving him water. Uh, just probably. hand put his. I'm good. I don't that. <laughs> as relevant today you. as it was 20 years ago. Techno Viking. Hey, so we love you. Techno Viking. <laughs> He's into it. Into it. What's on his holster there? I'm guessing Dutch. Uh, I'm going with it's got to be Dutch, right? <laughs> I like so that. Yeah, boys. It's what you got. All right, man. I hope everybody's going to have a good weekend. Happy holidays. If we don't see it, I think we got. Yeah, we got a couple. Uh, Berlin, Germany, folks. Show. Just to, so we don't spoil the uh, the ending. He is that is Berlin, Germany, the year 2000 at the the Fook Parade. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sure. Alemania. Yeah, the Fook Parade, we'll call it. Gunther. No, Gunther Ackerman. <laughs> Gunther. Shout out, um, Gunther. Thanks, Banner. Grambo. Uh, everybody else hanging out. Have a good weekend. Comment, like, subscribe, leave some comments, and uh, I'm out of here, man. Take her easy. Absolutely. Yes, guys, I will see you next week. I will be on American soil. But until then, Grambo. Banner dude, take her easy. See you next week. Don't they have American soil there? Is that if you go to like the consulate or like embassy? Call it the embassy. Yeah, embassy. American soil is American soil. I'm bringing some Terra Prieta back with me. Military bases might be American soil too.